Everything you're feeling right now, this rage, this sense of loss, it's not real. It's a survival instinct wired deep into our brains to ensure continuation of species. When early men would visit a watering hole, if they didn't watch their child, and it got snatched by a crocodile, our brains would create a painful but instructional memory. Because the truth is, Don, to the world out there, I am the crocodile at the watering hole. Welcome to Blockbuster Buffs. Blockbuster Buffs. Blockbuster Buddies. Blockbuster Bazoingas. Blockbuster Bazingas. <laughs> Blockbuster Bums. Ballers. B -b 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 Blockbuster Boys. <laughs> <laughs> this is Blockbuster Buffs. The Welcome show to the where show. We talk about movies. We talk about all kinds of movies. We talk about good movies. Lately, we've been talking about some movies I found to be less good. Uh, <laughs> Very much so, Matt. Finding less less good, me, somewhat good. Yeah, but this today is different. I'm putting my cards <laughs> on the table. We are in the Fast and Furious family averse. Season one, Fast and Furious family. What is that, Joe? What does that mean? Well, it means that for the most part, if you've made it to the barbecue then you're probably doing other movies. Mm -hmm. And we're figuring out what those other movies are. But once in a while, we have to come back and remind ourselves who actually makes it to the barbecue. Exactly. And watch some of the franchise movies. And we know that Matt for sure is getting hyped for those episodes. And I am yes. as well. I mean, it's just, I mean, F Fast and the Furious is, is, a, is a special place in my heart. Uh, I believe we've called it spectacle is the is the term that I think is the genre that I think it fits in that just doesn't get enough respect in this world. So today we are doing Fast 8, The yep. Fate of the Furious. The Fate of the Furious. Boom. Uh, typically we do a little segment, a little teaser up front. What else have you been watching? Uh, Joe has told me before the show he doesn't have anything that he's been watching. I haven't. I've just been watching that, that TV show Lupin as well as... Uh, couple episodes of Band of Brothers. Got to give Band of Brothers a rewatch every once in a while because it's just so good. Fair enough. I've never never seen Band of Brothers. Oh, Matt. I know. I know. Um, you just watched Saving Private Ryan this year, too. I know. I'm, now you got to watch Band of Brothers. I'm it just came in, on Netflix, bro. I'm not in the loop on, you know, what's going on with uh, with movies about bands of brothers. <laughs> Uh, World War Two, yes. Oh, World you, War Two, yeah. yeah. Movies about World you War Two. Okay, it. you yeah. were right there. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. It. it just <laughs> could be doing anything. Slipped away. <laughs> Is this? Are these knights? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if these are knights. Are they gangsters? Are they? Are they a bunch of homies? They could be my brothers. They could be some brothers. My four brothers. No, that was an earlier episode. That was an earlier episode. Um, and I'm also realizing that since our last episode, I maybe just said everything I had watched, and I don't, I don't think I have anything new either. Now that <laughs> Suck I think it. About it. All right. Yeah. Face. Donking on me. I mean, I could talk a little bit about what did I watch? If I if I just go into the recesses of my mind, I'm sure I can find something. Did you watch a little blue this week? A little bluey. <laughs> I did, I did. Oh, uh, Lego movie. <laughs> watch the Lego movie this week. Nice. <laughs> so sick. I forgot about movies I watch with my family. Um, but yeah, I watched that. Those are important too. Yeah, I watched that with my son. If not more important. It is so good, guys. Uh, the Lego movie is so good. I remember loving it. 
And then I didn't watch it for a long time. And then my son was watching it, and he had to go to bed because he's a baby. And uh, so it was a... (laughs) We get to the part where all of the master builders are getting like captured and <laughs> and they're like everyone's getting craggled. It's a whole thing. And my son is just sitting there like very he's walking around the living room because that's how he watches movies. So he just walks around and looks over his shoulder. Um and then he just stops and he's just kinda sitting there and he's just got this really sad face on it. And I was like, Buddy, do you wanna sit with me? He's like, Yeah, I'll sit with you. I was like, All right, uh oh what's going on he's like i'm sad like why are you sad like we're just watching this movie you seem to like this movie and he's like i don't know and then i was like is it because all the good guys got captured and they're all getting craggled he's like yes <laughs> and i was like it's gonna be okay man like i, I don't want to spoil this for you but you're too like it they're it's there's gonna there's gonna be a turn and i forgot <laughs> that he, when you haven't watched movies, you don't know that they're going to make it good at the end. Oh, dude, that's so oh, cute. It was so cute. <laughs> and uh, so we were able to cheer him up with a little bit of like, it's going it's to be, be okay, man. They'll come back around, buddy. Promise. <laughs> yeah. It's not just going to be that they freeze the world and <laughs> Superman dies. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a fun experience. He hasn't gotten into the dark comedies yet. That'll he be did. a core memory. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know the betrayal of it not ending good mm-hmm. he doesn't Ooh, that's he's a never good... seen uh up in the air expecting yeah. him to <laughs> come around <laughs> and make his life better oh. <laughs> <It> just <laughs> destroys it yeah that's a good uh that should be a good like side segment though okay what was the first movie you ever watched that was like a let like a heartbreaking ending because the good guys lost Ooh, that is a good question. I actually don't know. I don't know if I know either. Not off the top of my head. Wind talkers? Wow. They all die in that that. movie. And I remember thinking, that's weird. I liked it. It wasn't a letdown, Mm -hmm. but it was like, oh, that's different. They don't just save the day. Hmm. I don't even remember what that movie's about. I know what it's about, but I don't remember anything about that movie. It's got Nicolas Cage. But yeah, they I'm pretty sure that whole troop dies. Or at least Nicolas Cage does. I don't know. I'll think about it. Yeah, Michael Come Clayton or not Michael Clayton. Uh up in the air. Yeah. That was a shock. Yeah. <laughs> that was a shock to the system. I was like, Oh man, this is a tragedy? <laughs> I had no idea this was going to be a tragedy. <laughs> but that's not what we're talking about today. No, today it's not. We're talking about Matt's favorite my favorite movie Fast ever. and Furious movie. <laughs> Definitely not my favorite movie ever, but my favorite Fast and the Furious movie, for sure, at this point at least, is Fast Eight. And yeah, that's what we're gonna be talking about. So uh, if you guys haven't caught up with the whole Fast and Furious series, uh, they make a bunch of money in Fast X. They kind of do. They kind of turn into spies over Fast Six and Seven. You so said they, Fast X, but you meant Fast Five. Fast Five, right? Okay, yeah. yeah. Six and seven, they like kind of turn into like, uh, like an elite squad of like thieves slash like an ex- an elite extraction team is basically what they turn into. So they have to like go get Ramsey. Uh, you know, they they extract her. You know, cars. Basically, the whole premise is uh, if you can steal Panasonic DVD VCR players from the back of trucks, 
you can also go steal a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> if you can, you can steal a wrench, steal... <laughs> you can steal a ball. You can go you steal, can steal God's car. eye. <laughs> you can go. You can go rescue Ramsey. You can do all kinds of things. Um, and so that's that's the world that we've we've come into now, where the Fast Family is now an elite team of crime fighting spies slash extraction gurus, and we start in this world as we do in basically. I mean, most Fast and the Furious movies start this way now, but with uh, a time of pleasantry, a time of beauty and delight, where Dom and Letty are on their honeymoon because they got married, and they are in Cuba. They are just checking stuff out. Dom's hanging out with his cousin. Uh, they're they're at a street race, and his cousin has a real clunker of a vehicle. Super old, rust bucket. It's falling apart, and his cousin owns owes the you know, one of the main guys on the island, one of the main leaders of this, like, car racing crew. I don't have his name pulled up. But, yeah, so he owes him some money, and so Dom's cousin does, and he's like, hey, man, he's, you know, about to get his car repossessed, and Dom, you know, walks over there. He's like, why don't you win this car? Why don't you take this car the right way? He's like, oh, yeah, what's that? He's like, race for it. He's like, the car's already mine, bro. Don't race for that car. Race for that car, like points, and it's his car, his I believe, old awesome Impala, and so Dom is gonna have to race the the guy with the fastest car on the island using his cousin's rust bucket with his Impala on the line, and it gets pretty exciting. So uh, basically, they this is, I mean, this is such an aside, but. They strip everything off of the car. They strip seats out of the car. Anything that's not the engine is what Dom says. He puts like a Coke, like a can tab mm-hmm. around uh, one of the air intake valves and then ties it to a string and puts it in the middle. And then they put like two cans of NOS in there. <laughs> and they're like, this car is going to be a bomb, man. And he's like, it's only got to go a mile. <laughs> and they're racing the Cuban mile as is, you know, as was stated. They're racing the Cuban mile, so it's not straight line. It's through the Cuban streets. Letty's out there marking off, um, you know, blocking traffic along with one of the other guys on a motorcycle because she's a good motorcyclist, which is a skill she just picks up all of a sudden now. <laughs> uh, she never did this ever. In if the you're great before. at driving a car, you're probably great at driving a motorcycle. <laughs> Duh. She's killer at it. So anyway, they're they're racing through the streets of Cuba, and there's all these cool cars, and it's you know they're. Dom has no way to keep up, really, with this guy's car. But he's got that NOS, and so he fires that up, and you see his engine get all red hot and catches up to him. And then the guy cheats, which is like, dude, you got the fastest car on the island. Like, what are you doing? But he, like, has it planned, and he, like, cheats by, uh, he says, ghost him. And they throw a motorcycle in front of his car, slowing him down. Yeah. It's a whole thing. So then they get over that, they get onto that last, that last stretch kind of like a curved road on the coast and dom's car catches on fire and he because he boosts his second nos at this point to try to catch up his car catches on fire he's just driving it with the fire and then he pulls the oh no no no, he doesn't do the second nos he pulls the he pulls a little tab for the air intake to catch up then his car catches on fire the glass is breaking it's getting too hot the glass breaks out now he can't drive because the heat from the fire is just too crazy on him so he just whips that thing around no problem just you know does a full 
you know, reverse of the car. Yeah, 180. 180, that's what that's called. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And then hits that NOS container, getting him across the line backwards just before the other guy crosses the line. He wins by a couple of inches. You know, whether you win by an inch or a mile, winning is winning. But he wins by at least two or three inches, which is pretty cool. Uh, But he, his car is on fire. His brakes are out um, because of the fire. And there's just a bunch of people all excited crowding around them. And he's like, get out of the way, which they hear for some reason. But also maybe they just see that there's a flaming car going really fast. Well, some of them don't get out of the way. Some of them are like just straight or running to like into the street. He's about to drive into some of them too. Yeah, he, they like a lot of people have to dive out of the way, <laughs> and so he just like whips the so, wheel, dumps out of the side, and the car rear ends the wall between them and the ocean and flies up into the air, like in a ball of fire, and lands in the ocean. Uh, and it's super dope, guys. It's <laughs> super dope. And then the coolest part happens where Dom goes up to you know, the head racer in Cuba. And he's, like, about to hand him his keys. Dom takes him, hands him back to him. He's like, no, I'll take your respect. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, he he gives the car to, uh, he gives his Impala to his cousin because he blew up his cousin's car. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's the opening of Fast Eight. So uh, that that means nothing, and it doesn't matter. But it's <laughs> the coolest opening. Almost nothing to do with the rest of the <laughs> it's movie. Got nothing to do with the rest of the movie. One little thing, except for they're in Cuba. Then the dude, the head racer, is essential. Oh, yeah. Later on, he comes in as a little. I wish I knew his name, but I don't. Well, I'll look it up. Okay, yeah. I tried to check on I'm IMDb, on that, Jamie. but the yeah, I appreciate it. Yep. So anyway, uh, Dom is with Letty, and they're, you know, talking about babies, and they're like, you know, he goes out the next morning to get some some baguettes in a bag, you know, because you always get French baguettes in Cuban in Cuban <laughs> grocery stores. Obviously. <laughs> French baguettes and salad, you know, some greens sticking out the top, and he's got a coffee and a croissant or something like that, and he sees this lady, this white girl with dreadlocks, working on her car, and it's just not starting. She's trying to turn it over, which is odd because she's not in the driver's seat to turn it over, so I'm not sure if she just has, a, like, a bypass for that. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, he walks over, and he's like, oh, yeah, I think you're missing your fuel pump solenoid, which is a thing I remembered and brought to you now. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I know I am, and holds it up. Like, oh, no, this is a problem. So then she shows him a picture on her phone and is like, you're going to want to work for me. And he has a face of fear. Real problem. Cut to Luke Hobbs is giving an inspirational speech to a group of elite warriors. (laughs) Basically trying to inspire them to greatness and to winning. And as the camera turns around, you realize, oh, it's just his daughter's soccer team. And they're very intense, and they scare the crap out of the other girls. And a guy in a suit shows up and is like, Hobbs, we need you. There's an EMP that is has been stolen, and y'all need to get it back. It's going to be off the books, though, so you got to get a team. And he's like, I am at my daughter's soccer game. Shut up. <laughs> and the dude's like, no, this is like end-of-the-world stuff, man. And he's like, look it. I love two things. One is saving people, and the other one is 
my daughter. So you're going to be showing some team spirit, or I am going to have all these girls line up and kick you in the Tay-Tay, all right? <laughs> he says that literally. That's like almost a direct it's quote. pretty verbatim right there. And then the guy says, go Dragons. <laughs> uh, but then we cut to Dom call, or no, Hobbs calling Dom. He's like, hey, man, I, I need a team for this one. And uh, Tom's, Dom's like, all right, I'll get the guys and we'll be there. Uh, because it's off the books, Hobbs can't use his usual guys. He needs an off the books team of elite strike force who's going to be able to rescue this um, electromagnetic pulse device from its captivity. <laughs> yeah. Smash cut, real rescue mission. They're driving away from the base that they just saved. <laughs> they just saved the EMP from captivity, <laughs> and they have a ton of heat on them. And this is where Roman starts bitching because that's how roman does it he does it's just, just how he rolls he's complaining he's complaining and dom's like let's go to phase two and he's like what phase two what are you talking about this is roman this is my good roman impression tyrese gibson i'm sorry that i can't do your voice perfectly <laughs> um i know you're listening to this so appreciate that uh, <laughs> but yeah tej makes fun of him for being a wimp sometimes because tej is always dunking on roman and then he's everyone he's like everybody split that's what dom says and then tej drops a uh wrecking ball a wrecking ball but like yeah. a massive huge wrecking ball <laughs> yeah. like, way bigger like, than an, any normal wrecking ball you've ever seen i mean what 20 feet at 15 least 15 feet like in diameter i mean do i'd say 20 I, feet it's two yeah. lanes of traffic <laughs> <laughs> and they split and they go around it and it takes out a bunch of guys, and then Roman's like, Tej, you missed. And he's like, oh, I didn't miss. Don't worry. <laughs> and they all, they're all they all you know, staying in their, their right spots, and then the wrecking ball comes back and finishes off the last few guys. And then Hobbs is like, hey, guys, thanks. Beer's on me. Uh, let's split. I'll see you back at the compound. At this point, Dom and Hobbs are just like, they're driving. They're, they're kind of going their own way. The crew splits off. And then Dom does something incredibly unexpected. He pushes Hobbs off the road and wrecks his car and then steals the EMP and then drives away. And then Hobbs is like, what? He's <laughs> like, what? How did you do this? And then Hobbs is like, he just, I saw that look in his eye. He went rogue. It's like a whole big scene. It's just, it, and they're like, Toretto just went rogue. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious a little bit. Um, and the team obviously just does not believe this at all. They're like, no, he didn't go rogue because it's Dom, and Dom's the best. He's the best of us, guys. He's our patriarch and our family. Um, and so they get back to the shop, and they're, like, talking about it, and Letty's all offended that they would even think that Dom would go rogue. And is this the, what happens next? So at this point, uh, Dom gets the EMP back to Charlize Theron, who is the uh, car sorceress. Cypher. Yeah, we've come to find out her name is Cypher. Uh, so the team... Oh, this was the lady who uh, originally had, in Cuba, had the broken down car and was like, Dom, you got to work for me. This is Charlize Theron, dreadlock, white lady, car sorceress, hacker. Manic pixie hacker. <laughs> Except for not I, manic or pixie yeah. at all. More like super intense scary hacker. Yeah. Super I never want to see you in person hacker. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> and Charlize obviously is just doing great at it. <laughs> Big time. Uh, so 
Dom gets the EMP back to her, and this is where we get introduced to Elena. Really? This early? Maybe not this early. I think it's on the that. prison scene next. You're right. Okay, cool. You're right. You're right. It is It is the next time we see Dom, though. That okay. They do this. Okay. Just tell me Tell me what happens when he goes back. It doesn't matter. It's fine. No, it's all good. All they right. Go to the prison scene, because that, that reveals a fair amount. Okay, so then we go to the prison scene, and... Hobbs is about to get be, be put in prison, and who shows up? Mr. Nobody. Mr. Nobody. A.K.A. Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell. <laughs> and his boy wonder, Psych- <laughs> yeah. uh, Scott <laughs> Eastwood. <laughs> Little Nobody. Is that really Scott Eastwood? Uh-huh. Is that really, like, his name? Oh, it is. He, that's Clint Eastwood's son. He looks kind of like Clint Eastwood. It's his real son. And his name in the credits is Little Nobody. They don't need <laughs> to say that. That's awesome. <laughs> Kurt Russell just calls him the new guy, and they all call him Little Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the prison, uh, The Rock... They're in Berlin. They're in a German prison, but mm-hmm. Mr. Nobody shows up. He's like, look, I can offer you a chance to get out now uh, if you commit to tracking Dom down, but it's totally off the books. And The Rock's like, nope, I'm facing the consequences of my actions, and I'm not taking a deal with you. Uh, and then little Nobody. Scotty boy. Uh, Scotty boy <laughs> starts to jab at The Rock a little bit. He's like, what would your daughter think? And then The Rock just loses it. He literally breaks his handcuffs, grabs Scott, picks him up sideways, and slams him against the wall. And Mr. Nobody's like, has to calm him down uh, and not kill Little Nobody. (laughs) The Rock lets Little Nobody go, but he goes into prison. Yep. Once he gets in there, who do we find in the cell across from his? Shaw. It's Shaw. Deckard Shaw. Deckard Shaw, also known as uh, Wrath of Man, also known as uh, Jason Statham. (laughs) (laughs) Do you see Wrath of Man? I have not seen Wrath of Man. It's dope. Guy Ritchie does a good job. Oh, man. I need to watch that. Yeah, I love Guy Ritchie. Anyway, yeah. He loves loves Jason Statham. He really does. Can't get enough of that guy. Nope. So they're in the cells. They're in cells across from each other in the back of the prison because they're the most intense. <laughs> they're the most intense hardened criminals. Uh, Ex-special forces guy and an ex-paramilitary guy in the United States. <laughs> like, they're like, we got them in these ultra-secure 20 feet of concrete in every direction where they can hear each other and taunt one another, <laughs> which is perfect. <laughs> so they're like, I'm, my dad's bigger than your dad. I could beat up your, I could beat you up. You're so strong and you, I'm so strong and you're not, <laughs> um, you know, like that's what they're doing. I mean, they're like, basically Jason Statham is mean mugging Hobbs and the rock is like, is like, uh, curling, a concrete bench (laughs) and then they're just throwing insults and it's pretty fun, but I don't remember the insults and I'm not going to pretend to. So then we cut to EMP save time, brings it back to cipher and we get introduced to Elena. Tell us about that, Joe. All right. So Dom is back up in the ciphers in ciphers, untraceable airplane, ghost planes, ghost plane, just always flying, barely ever lands. And while they're up there, Cypher walks Dom over to this room. Uh, inside the room is Elena, who we were introduced to in Fast Five. She's the Brazilian cop turned Dom lover. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Elena 
has had a baby. Oh my gosh. A baby boy. And the boy is in this cell in the plane with her. Dom meets his son He's for the about mm, eighteen months old. Yeah. <laughs> it's very new, very yeah. young. Uh Dom meets his son for the first time. And now Dom is pissed. He's on the quest to break his family out and take down Cypher. But how is he going to do it? We don't know. We don't know. Back to the prison. (laughs) Both Jason Statham's, actually all the cell doors pop open. Well, what what happens is the rock's door opens for what, like just randomly. Oh, really? Yeah, like uh, Mr. Nobody had somebody hack in to, yeah, somebody... Mr. Nobody had the rock store open just to like let him out or like make it look like he's trying to escape. All the guards show up and he's like, look, I'm not trying to escape. Close my door. Mm -hmm. But then Shaw grabs one of the guards, uh, taser, a stick and puts it up against the electrical unit above his cell. That's holding like all the doors closed. So his door flies open as well do all the other cellmates. (laughs) So it's just full on riot now. Yeah. And they, don't fight each other because Jason Statham just parkours so hard. I mean, you can't you can't find him, and he parkours right off of there. He's he's like drop kicking fools, um, you know, Such jumping over things, scene, dude. Like he's climbing up fences to get out of there. And The Rock is just a like, it is he is a bull, yeah, in a china shop. Like he <laughs> is just like punching people in the like punching people in the chest and they're flying like 10 feet. He takes like six like rubber shotgun slugs to the <laughs> yeah. chest and just like mad dogs Keeps the guy shooting going. him. Yeah. And then I think he he like shoots five people with that shotgun, which I'm like, I don't know about that level of uh rounds in one shotgun. But anyway, yeah, and then he like throws the guy who shot him and he's just like beating fools up and he's trying to chase Shaw. Like, the whole premise of this is that Hobbs isn't trying to escape. He's trying to chase down Deckard. Like, n- okay, sure. Why not? So he's, he's the whole time he's like, I and Shaw, and he's like trying to catch up to him, but Shaw's too fast and uh, too furious and all that. <laughs> Dude, I'm glad you said that. Like, <laughs> too furious? Yeah. I should have <laughs> let you do it. I'm sorry. I should have set it up unless you knock it down. Um, but, yeah, so they get they get basically through this prison through – brute force and or and like all of these all of these things are sick like at one point the rock slides like does like a slide off of a balcony and then just like turns and hits his shoulder onto a fence and then does like a roll it's like you would roll off like a you know a 10 or 15 foot drop right like you do like a dive and roll but instead he does it backwards by like bouncing off of a fence and like shaw drop kicks a dude into a door and flies out of that door and the rock headbutts a guy wearing a helmet and the guy goes down <laughs> and then he takes the helmet off and throws it at another guy <laughs> it's so <laughs> sick so then shaw like hobbs is chasing shaw shaw gets out hobbs gets out right behind him they're about to go toe-to-toe and then click 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 guns aimed at them which guns don't typically click when you aim them. They just click when you cock them. <laughs> but, but it is fun that in every movie it's like, click. Like, why? I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe the butt, if it's an adjustable one, or the stock, if it's don't, an adjustable Don't overthink one. it. But, yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> Kurt, Kurt Russell is there like, hey, man, you guys took 
uh, two minutes to get out. Anyway, you want to come with me now? And they're like, <laughs> okay, fine. We'll come with you. <laughs> At which point they go back to uh, nowhere, which is where Mr. Nobody has his little base. And the whole Fast and Furious crew is there except for Dom. You got Letty. You got Ramsey. You got Tej. You got uh, Roman. Roman. And you don't have Han because he's uh, secretly working from Nissa to nobody, but everyone thinks he's dead. So it's a whole thing. Um, but they're all in handcuffs, and they're like, and, you know, nobody comes in, and he's like, whoa, these are our guests. You know, Kurt Russell's, I mean, charisma is just off the chain <laughs> all the time, and he just, it's so fun. So anyway, he, he gets them un- uncuffed, and they all make fun of little nobody for a little while. And then they're like, hey, if we're trying to find somebody, why don't we use God's eye? That's Roman's idea. He's very proud of himself. And there's this whole little bit about how Roman is only the 11th most wanted person in the world, <laughs> rather, and they're all in the top 10, which is like, all right, sure they are. I'm pretty sure they got their records expunged in, um, oh, I guess, I guess worldwide it wouldn't be the same, but they got their records expunged in Fast 6. Yeah, this so is, like they this wouldn't is... have heat on them, but I guess worldwide you might have, yeah. And after the the EMP heist, like they're back oh, on yeah. the radar again. Good point. And with Interpol, it's it's the Interpol top ten list. Oh right, yeah. That okay, that tracks. That tracks. Good point. <laughs> it's not a continuity error. This movie is perfect. <laughs> uh, guess what, guys? God's Eye is. Oh, if you don't know, God's Eye is a program that Ramsey made, which is able to tap into every phone and look and find anyone anywhere in the world at hmm. any point in time. Hmm. Where have we seen this before? Who could? Have, yeah. <laughs> Where? I mean, they did it earlier, but still, it was. It's kind of a, you know, it's it's a little op. I would say. Uh, but Cypher has figured out a way around this, which is just uh, bounce her location. Just make so many hits of her pop up everywhere that um, it's possible to know where she actually is. Exactly. But immediately, Ramsey and Tej figure out how to beat this problem. And Kurt Russell's just there like, and then what happened? Like, yeah, they did. She, he's just like exposition dumping the whole time. Like. <laughs> Yeah, she found a way to, you know, bounce her signal all over the world so no one can track it. And then he's like, nudges little nobody. Now watch these two work. And he's <laughs> like, oh. And they, like, figure out a way to, to, like, isolate it and get rid of all the fake ones. And then they're like, oh, the only one left is this one. And he's like, that's interesting because that's here. And boom. <laughs> Dom and Cypher break through the door. <laughs> yeah. They break through the door, um, and they throw out uh, some futuristic concussion grenade that makes them all, like, disoriented for a long time, so that way she, uh, Cypher... This is just so that Cypher can monologue about, <laughs> I don't know, war and stuff, and about how, like, family's important, but it's dumb, and how dumb is a week, and then he, like, she, like, makes out with Dom for a second, and he's just, like... Right in front of Letty. Standing there, furious. Letty's passed, like, (laughs) unconscious, but awake enough to see. Yeah, she, like, can't get up. Yeah. And, oh, man. Oh, no, she calls out to Dom, and he turns and stops, and then Cypher walks up to him, and he can't do anything because she'll kill his family. Uh, It's a whole thing. And anyway, they get back to the plane, and that's that. Yeah, and now... End of movie. (laughs) (laughs) Now the team has to figure out what to do next. 
Yeah, this is where they find out that they're they surmise that she's on a ghost plane, which they're like that's not possible. Anyway, we'll like try to keep an eye out for them. And on the plane, nothing of note really happens. I think this is where we get the crocodile speech that we talked about at the beginning, but it might be later. That's later. Okay. Um what do they do? How do they figure out they're going to New York? Uh, Shaw. Shaw has a connection that can figure out where the ghost plane... Uh, be, um, Mr. Nobody explains that ghost planes can function because satellites are always moving. Mm-hmm. And so there's like blind spots in the satellites. So a ghost plane, if it, they can navigate the blind spots properly, they can always stay invisible. But Shaw has a connection that... Uh, Let me guess. A secret agent knows a guy with a plane. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So Shaw has a connection with a, somebody that can help them figure out where the plane is going. Okay. They find the plane. It's going to New York. And they go there and wait. They wait to get a hit on the camera system, just the regular, not the God's Eye camera system for Dom, at which point they're going to go out and try to stop Dom. And this is where they get to a warehouse, and this whole time, like, Big Nobody is telling Little little Nobody he's got, like, rules for him. And I don't remember any of the rules, and I didn't write them down. Uh, I know the last one, but I don't want to reveal it yet. <laughs> but, I it, like, I think the first one is, like, you got to have tact when he, like, gets beat up by the rock. Yeah. Rock, and he's like, oh, man, you got to be smart. They're, they're really dumb. They're pretty dumb. <laughs> but Kurt Russell's so good that it's just they're fun i mean they're like first two rules come out right when he's talking to the rock in the first place and just doing a terrible job yeah he's messing it up yeah and in this this moment we have uh they're all working on their cars roman wants a lamborghini the the warehouse is full of impounded impounded cars. cars so they're just like the best cars as well as like there's tanks there's a helicopter in there it's just like the coolest warehouse of all time yeah everything that gets impounded that they might be interested in they take from the cops basically and it's super dope and then the rock and jason statham i guess hobbs and shaw Shaw, they have a little they have a little like a little heart to heart (laughs) you know hobbs is like how'd you end up in this situation you're a most decorated soldier in the british military or whatever and he's like, how did you end up in a prison for stealing an A&P? Same deal, man. And then they, like, make jokes at each other for a little while, and then they lift up an engine, and then they – that's how they – yeah, then they're, then they're, like, not pals, but they got a little bit of respect, which is to set up another thing that's going to happen. <laughs> uh, it's called a movie called Hobbs and Shaw. It's uh, – they still hate each other in that movie at the beginning. But, yeah, it's they're, – they're starting to get some affinity for one another, which is – you know, important for story. I'm so glad they made Hobson Shaw. It was great. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> so Dom's driving through the streets in New York, and he's like, "Hey, I got a my engine's misfiring." And so Cypher's watching her on her omniscient computer screen that can see every camera in the whole world. And so he stops to he stops to like work on his work on his engine, but it's really a button that he had in his car that made it misfire, which is. A, you know, good thing to have if you need to trick your overlord who's got your family kidnapped. Um, and then also, guy from Cuba shows up. Raldo. Raldo <laughs> comes in, covers up the uh, 
So he he. Well, we don't actually know it's Raldo at this point. No, we it's just don't. Just a van. But let's that, just like, not have to come back to it. All right, all right, all right. So he he pulls into an alley, and there's one camera. And when he lifts his hood, he's he's not able to be seen by the Dom. camera. Dom. Yeah, when Dom pulls. In. And then he notices that there's an ATM where Cipher can see him through the ATM. But then this brown truck shows up, and later it's revealed this is the guy from Cuba named Raldo. Mm-hmm. All right. And so Dom has a minute, and he goes in to see Helen Murin, who is ha, uh, Shaw. He, she's Mother Shaw. Yeah. So we had Owen Shaw in Fast 6. We have Deckard Shaw in Fast 7. And now in Fast 8, we've got Mama Shaw. <laughs> and she's like, uh, when I finish my cuppa, you can talk to me until then or whatever. It's fine. He's like, I don't got a lot of time. Um, I saw my son for the first time through a pane of bulletproof glass. Can you help me out? That's all the information we get at this time. But then he goes back to his car. As soon as the truck pulls away, she's able, or Cypher's able to see him, and he, you know, shows her that he changed a spark plug, which he didn't do. But uh, yeah, so they are tracking a Russian Cipher and the team are tracking. They're a Russian, not the president, but some type of Russian like political figure. Yeah, is it the president? No, it's not the president. He's like a. He's got uh, the nuclear football amb- on now. Ambassador or something. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. they've so, got the, the <laughs> codes for all the some nukes in Russia. That's what Dom's after. Yep. So Cipher finds him and finds this this dignitary, and she just starts. She's like, "Find me a call the cars with the X one chip or whatever it's called um, in them." And he's like, "There's thousands." She's like, "Send them all." And so at this point, all the cars just start to come alive like Transformers because they're hacking each one individually and turning them on. Well, they don't actually transform. No, but they're (laughs) just driving around. You see, like, cabbies, like, jumping out of cabs because they're like, my car's driving on on its own. And and they're just chasing down this, like, dignitary dude, and they, like, funnel him into this one location, and then all these cars, like, fall out of a parking garage and trap him. And then Dom shows up with a riot shield, and a crazy bulletproof mask, and one of the guys in the car shoots him with a bunch of bullets, but he's got the mask and everything, and they run out of bullets, and then they're in the car, and they're like, see Dom with his... And also, by the way, Dom always wears a white wife beater, which is like not (laughs) a cool thing to say about a shirt, but, you know, that's what we call it. Uh, But now he's wearing a black tee. Ever since he switched, he's wearing a black tee, (laughs) just so you're aware. Like... From uh, he's wearing white, then boom, he's uh, he's stealing, he's rescuing the EMP. He's got black on, he's got black on every single time after that. Um, it's in it's a really this is a really highbrow movie. Um, he's got a <laughs> giant two bladed like saw that he uses to cut into this armor class limousine, and then cuts into the gas tank. And somehow the driver knows he cut into the gas tank, which I'm like I don't know what kind of sensor those cars have, maybe. And then Dom lights a flare and holds it up on the back window and just knocks on the window and says, give me the case. And I'm like, don't, don't do it. And he's like, just give me the case. And he like kind of holds it next to the gas tank. And then they roll down the window and give him the, give him the nuclear codes. Oh man, this movie's going to take a long time to summarize. <laughs> you guys are going to buckle up. <laughs> We're about halfway. Maybe. <laughs> what yeah. happens here, Joe? All right. So. After he drops off the, uh, he takes the, no, at this point he has the, 
football. He has to run through the city streets. Uh, the team has uh, gone and uh, – no, he's not running yet. He's, I'm he's sorry. Got a, he's, yeah, he's, he's got a car. He gets he's back running. in his car. Yeah. He's driving, yeah. and the team has caught up to him. So uh, the team are all on their own chosen cars. They look great. Uh, they have equipped their cars with harpoons, and so they cornered Dom. This is Dom. a thing since the first movie. They always have harpoons. <laughs> Dom gets cornered, but then he pulls a nice little trick, drives past little nobody, sneaks out. They get in a big old chase. Uh, Letty catches up to him, shoots her harpoon into him, catches onto his car. Then Tej and uh, Ramsey show up, shoot their harpoon. They start trying to slow him down. Then the whole squad shows up, Roman, Hobbs, and uh, Shaw. Yep. Yep. Uh, and and little nobody and little nobody yeah yep. so all of them catch up to him at one point they kind of trap him in this uh, intersection they all get their harpoons in him uh, and, and they're trying to hold him they're trying to hold him in one place and he is just not having it so he starts uh, cranking on his on his wheels they their cars can't keep up Roman's car is like his wheels are catching on fire yeah. uh, and they're like oh man there must be or Hobbs is like, there must be a thousand house horsepower in that car. And then Tej is like, try two. And Roman's like, try three. And Hobbs is like, try five. <laughs> and I'm like, there's no car with 5,000 horsepower. Y'all are crazy. <laughs> Highest I've found is two. I looked it up. 2,000 horsepower? Yeah. Wow. But yeah, it's not to interrupt you, but I just thought that was a funny thing that they did. Yeah. <laughs> and little Novi is always getting picked on. He's clearly like replacement Brian, but he's also like... <laughs> You know, he's he's messing up. Like, he jumps the gun, and Dom's able to get past him. He, like, drives too fast. He, like, doesn't stand with the group, and Dom hits a, uh, like, a scaffolding that falls on his car and traps him. Mm-hmm. He's just got all kinds yeah. of little things that are that are trying to stop him. Um, making making real make him look dumb. new b- yeah. moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the team gets him all harpooned. He's uh, able to drive forward and backwards enough that he pulls a few of the harpoons off he like just slams his door and roman's harpoon goes loose because it was just in the door the door goes flying mm-hmm. uh dom like backs up really fast and makes uh letty and letty's car and tej's car flip together uh but and it also pulls the whole axle off of his car yeah flips him so dom's car is incapacitated he has to break out he starts running through the streets he gets chased by Shaw and at this point Shaw catches up to him he stops him Dom turns around points a pistol at him boom boom Two drops the him. chest Shaw hits the floor Letty sees this she uh uh runs after Dom yeah she gets to a point where she just walks by and snags the case. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, and she, Cypher's like, shoot her. So Letty takes off running with the case. Dom chases her but doesn't totally catch up to her, but then he just shoots a gun in the air, makes her uh, stop in her tracks. Uh, then she turns. They have a little talk. She's like, you're not going to shoot me. I know you still love me. Uh, and then she starts to turn and run, but then she walks into Rhodes, the – Ginger, second-hand man to Cypher, Rhodes uh, points a gun at her head. Dom walks over, points a gun at Rhodes' head, and he's like, You willing to die for that? Yep. Uh, And then Dom basically gets Letty to give up the case. Uh, 
Rhodes, by the way, is uh, one of the free men from Game of Thrones. Yeah. He's like the big ginger dude. Love that guy. I don't know what his character name is, but yeah, he's he's awesome. Um, It'll come to me. So anyway, Rhodes and Dom go with the case back to Cypher. They're up in the plane. Uh, and while they're up there, Cypher walks Dom back over to the cell that Elena and Dom's son are in. Tormund. Tormund. Giant Spain. Yeah. Tormund. Giant <laughs> So if you're a real Game of Thrones nerd, that's who this guy is. Tormund and uh, Ramsey is also. Uh, oh, yeah. Missandei. Yep. Missandei. They got two Game of Thrones forerunners. I love yeah. Missandei. Um, but they're back up in the plane. Alina is tied up in a chair, duct tape over her mouth, and Cypher is holding their baby. Rhodes has a gun pointed at Alina's head. And Dom is like, what are you doing? We got you the case. Why are you doing this? And Cypher's like, you wouldn't Rhodes kill. Rhodes got me the case. Rhodes got me the case. You wouldn't kill Letty. You would let her go. Bam. Rhodes shoots Alina right in the head in front of Dom's eyes. Tragic. Also, uh, this is, and she's holding his baby. So it's extra nefarious. And as a person with two children about this age, I mean, my last one was almost this age. My new one's about to be this age. uh, It would be the most, like, absolute, unquestionable rage that a human could experience, I think, maybe. Yeah, I think there's. I think yeah. that that exact situation might be, like, right up there with <laughs> the most rage-filling <laughs> possibility. But on a lighter note, um, that was a real big mistake. Uh, someone's got to care for an 18-month-old now yeah. on the plane, <laughs> and 18-month-olds are not just like they're. They know that their mom exists. They're not just like my five-month-old knows that her mom exists and is pissed when her mom's not around. Uh, our first kid was not like this, but our new one is. And, like, dude, if you got a kid that likes its mom, this kid is not shutting up for the entirety of, I mean, the year, probably. Like, just <laughs> is just going to scream forever. Like, it's just, this kid seems super chill. I mean, we see him later in the movie. He seems like he can maybe at least, you know, put on a brave face from time to time. But, like, that was a huge mistake. She really did not calculate the fact that, all day. I mean, maybe she did. She's like, I don't know. I got a henchman to deal with it. But, like, someone's got to care for this kid now. And he's not going to be cool for them at all. <laughs> and I don't see a lot of, like, midwives up in this plane. <laughs> it's all just, like, hunky men just trying yeah. to blow stuff up. <laughs> and I, I don't know if you know this. Uh, Charlie's Theron in this movie is not nurturing. She doesn't not have a lot of good motherly. Like, <laughs> she would nurture that baby to be... The devil. Oh gosh, yeah. It's so that I did think like you guys made a bad. <laughs> Wait, Dom's still gonna do whatever you need to do. You don't need to kill Elena. <laughs> the thing, kill her at the end. The kind of like not a uh, kind of annoying like plot move that this allows is for Elena to be taken out of the picture so Dom right. and Letty can like have a kid of their own. Mm-hmm. Like raise a kid of their own and without Dom- Letty having to stop blowing stuff up and being cool on a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, but also without Elena being in the picture for mm-hmm. to like compete to with Dom for Dom's affection. 
yeah, it's a good move, but they did it early. <laughs> I mean, it's a good, like, it, it's an important part of the story. Yeah. Like, just for practical reasons. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we, Dom goes off in a rage. He sits down on the couch, and Cypher comes over and has the... Crocodile talk. I am the crocodile in the river. Uh, yeah, she wants to get this nuclear submarine so that way she can hold the world accountable. So when world powers are doing stuff she doesn't like, she pops off a nuke, blows something up, and reminds them that she is the crocodile at the watering hole. And it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a good... I like this feeling, to be honest with you. She's a good villain. Uh, what happens next? Um, the team recoups. Yep. Uh, the Rock is really mad that Jason Statham is dead. He punches a a metal container unit and dents Which, it. Up until this point, he has only ever shown ire for Shaw. <laughs> but now he's like, oh, no, not 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 Shaw. He was the best of us. <laughs> and this is where little Noby's like, I think I figured out your rules now. There are no rules. <laughs> all bets are off. And they're like, all bets are off. And so Tej gets his tank and... Roman gets his Ferrari. Oh no, I think it's a I think it's a Lamborghini. Oh yeah, you might be right. It's a Lambo. Yep. Uh I don't know how they figure out where they're going though. Oh, nuclear football. I think they know that this submarine is vulnerable. I think just the the organization that Mr. Nobody works for. Yeah, Mr. Nobody yeah, you're right. They yep. discover what where the nukes uh are. Yeah, if she's gonna take a Russian nuke, this is the one she's taking. Yep. And so they, you know, little nobody's like, all bets are off, let's go. And, uh... But this Russian submarine is not actually uh, being watched by Russians. It's been, well, not by the Russian government. It's being taken over by uh, just, like, a terrorist organization. So it's a bunch of randos in there right now. It's not even the Russian government. Mm -hmm. And so I think we just cut to that. They get their car set up, and Dom is driving... A super cool, like, custom, bulletproof car without electronics on it. It's like a classic muscle car that he just, like, beefed up. The tires are super cool, and the whole look of it is awesome. And it's got an EMP in the back that charges. He's trying to get into this nuclear base. Flamey exhaust coming out the back, top of the back. That is important. (laughs) Yeah, so he drives up to this base, and they have these, like, pylons that are supposed to you know keep people out but he boom hits them with an emp um and the pylons lose power and fall um and so he's able to drive in and he kind of like busts some people up and then she's like cypher is talking to him the whole time is like you got to get under that submarine so i can take it over so you got to get close enough to it that the emp is basically they want to take out the electronics in the sub so she can reboot it and take it over remotely um so they do that Dom drives up underneath the submarine. The, his team is watching from like a peak from the distance, and he is getting shot at by a helicopter. Blast the EMP. The EMP takes out the electronics in the helicopter, and in the submarine he dips out. Meanwhile, the team sees that 
she's taken over the sub. Ramsey immediately knows what she's trying to do because Ramsey is manic pixie hacker. <laughs> she does not the scary kind of hacker, but the like pretty super cool hacker that all the boys love. You know how it is with these hacker girls. Um, but yeah, so they, they see that the engines of the sub are trying to like turn on. And so then they drive down and they're trying to stop the sub. They're like, all right, if we get inside, we can, we can pull out the, uh, the ability for her to use nuclear weapons, which is important because she's trying to launch one. And so they all go down there. Um, the rock drives through a bunch of walls to let him in because he's always got the big car that can drive through walls. Of course. Uh, they fight. Letty has a fight with a guy in like a, I don't know, some kind of control room while Ramsey's trying to do a hack. Uh, Roman, Tej, and little, little nobody. Yeah, little nobody are in the sub. Yep. And then Tej gets locked out of the main room. So little nobody and Roman, who are like definitely not the people to be looking for this, <laughs> are like trying to pull basically at like a chip that enables the nuclear launch. Yep. Um, and so they're trying to figure that out. We got a ticking clock there. Uh, fights happen at the last second. Roman finds the chip upon Tej's instructions. They get out of the they get out of the submarine, and they're like, "Sweet, we did it! No nukes today. Let's go." And then the sub like jumps its blocks basically and goes into the bay. And they're like, oh, no, we can't let her just, like, have a nuclear weapon, though. <laughs> like, yep. Cypher's, if... <laughs> Cypher's plan is to keep the sub and yeah. uh, take it out of deep water so it can disappear. Right. And then find the chip that they stole somehow. But they're in this kind of bay, and there's, like, a lock at the front of the bay or at the opening of the bay. So, like, if we get to that, we'll be able to do it. So they all start driving. They drive out on this ice, and it's crazy. And meanwhile, like, Dom is just there with Rhodes watching this whole thing like not really able to do anything about it and they are getting sh- like his team is down below getting shot at by this whatever organization is guarding the submarine base as they're trying to outrun it to the lock which is plausible submarines don't go that fast especially not right from the jump um and then Rhodes is told to take out Dom's team but this is where things get pretty wild <laughs> We see two guys with the like, you. I don't know if you've seen these like personal jetpack planes. Jetwing plane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they're real and people use them. And they fly out to this plane with the jetwing. Like these two guys fly up the plane just with these like solo jetwings, and they they hack into the plane's like cargo bay. They fly up at it, drop their jetwings, and then like roll into the cargo hold and close it back up cypher notices that there's a little bit of decompression but she doesn't know exactly what's happening yet and uh owen goes to the captain well hold on who are these two guys oh yeah it's owen and deckard (laughs) the shaw brothers the shaw bros and then we see a flashback of helen mirren telling you know jason statham in the uh in the ambulance where after dom shot him he shot him with a bulletproof vest this was all part of the plan um, and so, yeah, she's like, you're going to take your brother on this one. The reason why he has to take his brother is because it requires two people to open the cell that Dom's son is in. And so they get Dom's son. Jason Statham gets him in like a little, little like baby carrier, like a car seat, 
put some beats on them then you know keep the keep the noise out from the gunshots play some some like kid songs it's uh, like alvin and the chipmunks bro and then he texts dom he's like yo i got your kid you're fine and dom is i mean understandably but incredibly confident in jason statham's ability to pull this off even though he hasn't got his son out yet he just got made it to him and he goes and as rhodes is about to take a shot at letty he interrupts him and then kills him by fighting him and then throwing him on the car and then breaking his neck okay so stuff to keep up with all of this let's just finish um Deckard, Deckard, and... Let's finish out that plane scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deckard and Owen. These are happening concurrently. We're going to talk about Deckard and Owen, and then we're going to talk about the submarine problem. Yeah. So Deckard and Owen are fighting their way through the plane. Uh, Deckard takes out all the dudes that are guarding on leading up to Cypher's little uh, hacker room. Mm -hmm. Uh, Deckard opens up the door. Cypher's the only one left in there. And she's like, what? Uh, I think this is Owen. No, it's it's Deckard. Oh yeah, no, Owen's got the, got the got the captain under under duress. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Jason Zathan's in there, and she's like, um, basically. You're going to accomplish nothing, and I have the only parachute. She opens the door, grabs a parachute, and jumps out of the plane. But Dom Dom does his thing. They do their stuff with the submarine first because Cypher's still in the plane. Oh, really? Yeah, Cypher's still in the plane. Okay, well, let's go back to the submarine. Yeah. Then. All right, guys, this movie plot. <laughs> it jumps around a lot right it's here. It's a lot of jumping, all yeah. right? This is a big film. So anyway, <laughs> they're all – so the, the Fast and Furious team – Dom. No, no, not Dom. Uh, Letty, uh, Tej, Roman, Little Nobody, and Hobbs are all running. They're driving across ice to these lock that's going to stop the submarine from getting out. Um, <laughs> Roman brought a Lamborghini, <laughs> so he's not doing great on the ice. He does a cool move where uh, he gets... Totally sunk in the ice. <laughs> Tej shoots a shoots a harpoon into his door, and then he grabs the door and gets pulled up, and it's just like hanging behind on the door, which is pretty dope. But long story short, they drive for a while, get shot at, and then uh, Dom basically shows up and single-handedly takes out basically everyone with his car-like skills. But at this point... Charlie's Theron surfaces the sub and shoots torpedoes at them from the submarine, which is like a real problem. And then she shoots a heat-seeking missile at this crew. Which well, she calls. She's She still has Dom on comms. They have like mm -hmm. a little video chat. And she says like, uh, what do you think you're doing? Like, I still have your baby. And he's like, "No, you don't." Yeah, uh, my boy Shaw. My boy Shaw does. Oh, you just foot, took your foot off the tiger's neck. <laughs> yeah. So Dom really, really gets under his skin, pisses her off, pisses her off enough for her to shoot a heat-seeking missile at him, which is sweet, uh, because Dom has the car with the flamethrower out the back, 
It's almost like he planned this, which I'm not sure how he would. Or I think he just got lucky. But he's got a flamethrower out the back of his car. Everyone else splits up. His exhaust is just pumping out fire. So the heat-seeking like goes right onto him. He drives up to this hillside. So he drives up this hillside and then like quickly turns around. So the heat-seeking missile is going up the angle of the hill. And then he misses it, and it like shoots way off in the distance. Then he drives back to the submarine, which is now, you know, which is surfaced and is breaking up ice around the sides of it, which create like little ramps for him to, you know, jump off of. So then he just full send jumps his car um, over the front of the submarine and the little pylon that sticks up out of the top where people like get out of. He just barely goes in front of that. And it, like, clips him. And as it clips him, the rocket comes in and hits the sub, destroying it. Blasts a, right through. Yep. There's a bunch of explosives in the sub. The nuke's not going to go off because that's not how nukes work. But these other bombs are going to – this is going to be a problem. So it gets hit with – the sub gets hit with the missile. It's it's about to blow up. Dom's car rolls, and he jumps out of it. He's pretty prone to jump out of cars that are rolling. <laughs> Um, which is not the standard safety precaution measures that I've heard about when it comes to your car <laughs> rolling. Um, but, yeah, he, he knows exactly when to jump out. And at this point, the the sub is blowing up. The fireball is going to just encapsulate him. But the whole team drives their cars just in time around him to protect him from the fire. Cut to... Uh, him and Letty kissing. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Yeah, and so then they, Letty... they get out, and he's like, oh, yeah, I did it for family, and then him and <laughs> Letty yeah, kiss, and it's like, <laughs> they're back together, guys. They're back together. It's they And Roman's it. like, there's the real Dom Toretto. Exactly. They're all so hyped that they got to see the real Dom in action again. <laughs> um, meanwhile, back on the plane, Deckard is having a little bit of a convo with Charlize Theron about how I don't even remember what it's about, but she's basically just, like, talking to him, and then she takes a parachute and jumps out the side of the plane. Yeah, she's like, well, there's only one parachute. Yeah, never to be seen again, I'm sure. Definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, and so Dom's, like, tells Letty, oh, I got a lot of explaining to do. Um, she's like, yeah, you do. And then they get back to their New York HQ. Smash cut to the barbecue. Yeah. On the rooftop. Just having some, you know, some Corona and some meat and some, you know, good old-fashioned good times with Hobbs and Mr. Nobody is there for some reason and Dom is anxiously awaiting the arrival of his son. So then Shaw and I think even Owen shows up or just, no. just Deckard. No. Yeah, just Deckard. Deckard shows up with the baby uh, still in that car seat. All right, cool. Um and yeah he's like dom's like all right i want to introduce you to why all this happened basically um but first i want to introduce you to my son brian and everyone's like yeah sweet that's your son's name that's so cool um which is kind of funny because brian's still alive in this universe (laughs) true (laughs) like i don't know why they didn't just kill him off i get it paul walker did actually die and so maybe they're like i don't know but like you, I mean, it's they are they know that everybody knows that yeah Paul Walker passed away, so right they're like they know that he's not going to be in it yeah, like, <laughs> but they don't want to make it too sad, so they just don't kill him. And I think 
Fast 10 kind of suffers from that, to be honest with you. But that is hmm. Fate of the Furious. Yep. And Shaw has joined the barbecue because of this movie. He's there. He's at the barbecue. That gets him a ticket to the Fast Family for season one of Blockbuster Buffs. Now what happens is Matt goes and pees, and we take a break. Click, click. Yeah! <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> These movies are hard to summarize. They really are, dude. They're so long. Yeah. And what they're also... Actually, no, I took the fire to my parents' house. Oh, but no one will be here, so we can just set up inside. Ooh, yeah. Or, I mean, yeah. Let's just do that. Yeah. There won't be any babies trying to sleep that we have to attend <laughs> to. <sighs> I'm really excited to hear what you think about this movie. Because, <laughs> to be honest, I, I love it, and I know you love it in the same way, or a similar way. But I also don't know if it's going to be like dunk or defend worthy. Because <laughs> it's also pretty buck wild. <sighs> it is cold. Nice. Crack open the cold one. Ooh, gotta be careful over here. Why? Uh, fart might turn into a shark. <laughs> Gross, Joe. Don't say <laughs> things like that. We are recording. You're live right now. Did I tell you we're live streaming this? Oh, we're back from our break. We are back from our break. That should be sufficient for me to see it with, <laughs> upon a... I'm more serious about it because I don't listen to all these all the way through. Mm -hmm. So it's like I need to just be able to swipe through and be like, that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is, but... <laughs> doesn't look good. That's that's not good audio. <laughs> I can tell because it peaked eight times in a row. <laughs> um, so uh, if you're familiar at all with Blockbuster Buffs, you know that we do three things, really. We summarize a movie. We dunk or defend. And we gave it its rating, and in this season, we're calling that rating the quarter-mile time. And so at this point, we are on the Dunker Defend segment. This is – well, tell us about it, Joe. Well, Dunker Defend is about did the movie do what it was supposed to do? Not so much of our own personal feelings at this point, but more of like within the constraints of this movie 
genre this movie style yeah, did. No one's comparing Fast and Furious to Casablanca here. Exactly. Yeah. But for what it is intending to do, did it achieve its goal? All right. Hold Three, on, hold on. You, you're gonna, you, oh, right, I got you're ready, you count us down. I'm nervous, I don't know. Once you start counting, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do it. Okay, I'm ready. Three, two, one. Defend. Defend. Yes. <laughs> oh, man, if Joe had said dunk, I don't know if we would be able to be friends anymore. <laughs> Joe, do you want to start us off with sure. your defense? I'd love to. All right. So my defense of The Fate of the Furious is this. Despite the franchise change, yes. we have seen the franchise shift quite a lot. From right. Fast 1 to this point, there has been six other movies between these two. Uh, we can't necessarily compare the two because Fast 8 no longer exists to do the same thing that Fast 1 did. So Fast 8 has become... Yeah, Fast 5 was the bridge between the old and the new. Yes. So Fast 8 has become a full-on spectacle movie of just straight up action intensity great fight scenes good comedy good banter and hopefully a fairly good storyline yeah and this one was convincing enough with cypher as the villain with elena and baby brian getting kidnapped uh to force dom to do to become a man he has not known before to feel the depths of pain that he has not yet felt Mm -hmm. to put this plan together to try and trick cypher all the while trying to go under the radar and make her think he's doing what she wants i feel like it achieved its goal on that end and also i will say that Hobbs and Shaw are definitely like front runners at this point. Mm-hmm. Like they, they literally get their own movie. Yeah. After this one. After this one, I mean, our next movie is Baywatch. <laughs> yeah. And so, like Hobbs and Shaw have become very essential to the storyline, almost more so than Roman and Tej, in my mind. Hobbs. Yeah, Roman Tej are like banter police. Like they 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 exist to provide like levels of comic relief to mm-hmm. watch them just dunk on each other, but they don't have any like they don't have the same level of meaningful connection to the plot or the action. Yeah, Hobbs and Shaw can just kick so much ass. And like Shaw literally saved Dom's baby. Like he literally yeah. did yeah. one of the three most important things in the entire movie to make the movie work. Yep, it's crazy. And Hobbs, like Hobbs, was the inciting incident. Yeah, like they're they're like key players, whereas Tej and Roman just kind of fall along. They're just they're just part of the woodwork now. Yeah, they're just part of the crew, part of the ship, part of the crew, part of the ship, part of the crew. Uh, Good reference to the uh, worst Pirates of the Caribbean movie. <laughs> <laughs> two or three? That was three. I think. Yeah, that was three. Uh, no, it's got to be two. I think two was worse than three. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I think yeah, it doesn't matter. Two was worse than three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anywho, 
Anywho. The, anywho, those are my defenses. My dunk. Yeah, there's going to be dunks, so you got to uh, dunk. My, my dunks are <laughs> the... The plot wasn't contrived enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the intro scene, although it's fun, the race intro race scene has... So almost so little to do with the rest of the movie oh nothing yeah that it's not important it is not like other than the fact that we get a bit more of dom's code like we just see what dom's character and code is is. character we already know yeah it's character we already know and that raldo comes and helps for two seconds uh by driving the van uh later on that's the only important part and the fact that they're in cuba and Cypher comes down there to find Dom. It just that, it could have been anything. Yeah. yeah. So that and that's they have to throw in a race scene. So that was like the uh, token race scene that they toss in the movie. But that's right. the only race scene we get. Yeah, and it doesn't have any real bearing. Yeah. Yeah. So that was almost a throwaway scene. It's cool. I mean, but. it's the coolest race in the series. Almost. <laughs> I don't know. The car Fast being on fire furious. is pretty wild, and him driving backwards, winning backwards is pretty. I feel like the racing with Braga and Fast and Furious was—that's the fourth one—was maybe cooler, with Brian and Dom trying to like race to the front, and Brian getting missed, like off track and stuff. It was more like race heavy. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I don't know the the scene. <laughs> The car lights on fire, and Dom wins backwards. I don't know how you're dunking on this. I understand it doesn't relate to the plot. (laughs) And then he throws a car into an ocean. (laughs) All right, anyway, what else you got for dunks? Um, Other dunks. I'm just so pissed that Alina died. I know. That's... It's just so unfortunate, so unnecessary. I wanted, I wanted Alina to survive, and she and was only ever cool. Like in Fast Six, when she comes, yeah, you know, back, and when uh, Michelle Rodriguez, Letty comes back, she's just like, I totally get it. You guys got married, like I understand. Dom is totally yours. Like we had our time, and that's beautiful, and that's great. And just is like, I'm gonna just fade away now. Thank you. Like, she could do that again. Just be, like, a part of the family who doesn't go out on adventures and just kind of shows up. And it's a perfect babysitter for Dom's son. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was no reason to kill her. Yeah. She could have integrated into this crew fairly easily. For sure. Um, I don't know. Like... The fact that Cypher survives, <gasps> like, obviously she's going to come back later. I don't know if you like, saw Fast 9, but total, spoiler alert, yeah. she does. <laughs> total, like, a cliffhanger that we've just come, uh, we've become accustomed to. Like, yeah. oh, this person makes it out Dylan alive. survives. Yeah. Two, two movies later, they're at the barbecue. Yeah. And I don't want to spoil it, but I'm guessing at the end of this series... She's probably gonna make it. <laughs> she's she's pretty bad, so I don't know if they're gonna let her, you know, have coronas or anything. But she might. They might. 
What about Jason Momoa? No. Don't tell not. me. He's not coming back. That dude is dying for sure. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen 10 yet. Well, I'm pretty sure, based on the coding of 10, that the, the gloves have come off on okay. their villain characters. Got it, got it. <laughs> Good old um, boy. Yes, yeah, uh, so is that all you got? Yeah, yeah. Cool. I... I'll think of some other dunks, but if I got any, but I'm good for now. Sweet. Go, go for it. So uh, the question is, did this movie do what it was trying to do? And the obvious, clear answer is... Yes. Yes, they did. They did exactly <laughs> what they were trying to do, and they did it so well, and it's such a good spectacle. And you got to understand, I get it. There's a lot of nerds out here. There's a lot of nerds out here in these movie streets that are like, well, it's not even any good. It's not, it's just like, it's just a bunch of, it's like a roller coaster or whatever. It's like, okay, cool. Well, why does Godzilla versus, why does Godzilla King of Monsters suck? Like, it's a spectacle. Why does Transformers The Last Night suck? It's the same thing. It's the same genre. It's a spectacle. It's just fights, robots fighting, just wild. Like, all these movies, like, suck right and then you get to uh pacific rim one of the best spectacle movies ever like almost a perfect movie like it's not (laughs) the best movie but there's nothing wrong with it and like what the fast franchise does is it it lives in that space and if people just started treating it like that i think they would see what i see in the fast and furious movies and this movie does it just exactly right I mean, the whole point, like, you, you do have to peek behind the curtain. You do have to see, like, all right, well, Brian's dead. Um, Dom's all about family. So, like, this, w- my defense of this movie is that they gave Dom a struggle. Dom has not had, like, a thing to battle since the first movie, basically. Like, he hasn't had any real, like, test of character and since the first movie. And this forced him to, like, break his code to honor his code. Like, that was the whole premise, and it was fun. Like, it was fun. And then, and also, this movie isn't a check your brain at the door movie. And everyone's like, oh, those are just, you check your brain at the door. Like, if you check your brain at the door, like, yeah, sure, you will see Vin Diesel show up with a giant saw and, like, look like a real badass, and that'll be cool. And you'll see, like, you know, you know, Shaw battle a bunch of people in an airplane, but you will not know what's going on. Like, if you don't pay attention, like, you will have no idea what this movie is about. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you can't just – and so part of it is, it is that, and then also part of it is just, like, all these characters work in an ensemble really well. None of them really outshines the others. Dom does, but not practically. Yeah. Like, I think the characters I, I like – that you like the most, like, sometimes it's Hop, sometimes it's Shaw, sometimes yeah. it's Dom, sometimes it's Letty, like, sometimes it's, uh, what's-her-face? Um, Ramsey. Ramsey. Like, yeah. uh, even sometimes it's Tej or Roman, very rarely. <laughs> but, like... It's basically the two of them together. Yeah, like, their, their dynamic is fun. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, uh, there is just a level of, there's a level of skill that they put into these movies and like effort that they put into these movies that make them still fun like it's not easy to blow up 180,000 cars and have people fight 
from here to there and make it fun. Dude, did you see the list like, of stuntmen? Oh, it's insane. The stuntmen I literally list. think it's like 250 cars for this one movie. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Like, <laughs> I totally believe that. There was the stuntman list and the credits was so long. Yeah. It was wild. And people were like, oh, it's just CGI garbage. I'm like, all right, well, I mean, Jurassic World Dominion was CGI garbage. And guess what? It's boring. Like, it is. Like, so you can't just put CGI garbage up on screen and be like, this is going to be awesome. It's not. And the Fast franchise consistently does this. Um, and I think you also see it as you compare it to Fast 9, which did suck and was really boring. And, like, you see that there's a level of skill, and it's not just... And that's why I defend these movies so hard. It's because people dunk on them super hard, and it's like, no, no, no. Like, you can't just have robots fight. Like, it isn't fun. You can't just have monsters fight. Like, it's not fun. You have to do something else. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know how they do that, but they do it well in these movies. And there are other movies that do it well, too, but... So, I love this movie. I, I... I can dunk on it, sure. Um, <sighs> Letty is insufferable a little bit in it. <laughs> like, in a way, like, she's defensive of Dom, but she's, like, she's, like, not even acknowledging the fact that he's doing something wrong, which is frustrating to me. Like, she's clearly hurt and offended by it, but she's, like, kind of being, like, bitchy to her team about it. So that's kind of annoying. Um, yeah, but, I mean, it also... That kind of shows her character because she's yeah. so loyal to Dom. She just cannot understand like why he would be doing. All right, you're right. It's what a he's defense. Doing. <laughs> Let's just turn it over to the defending. <laughs> you're right. This movie is perfect. I don't have any dunks. Uh, you don't want dude. You don't have to dunk if you don't want to dunk. You don't have no, to have I any dunks. I think I do have a dunk though. <laughs> I'm sure I do. Uh, I mean, I guess the fact that we just yada yada the fact that this 18 month old made it from random plane to new york city i guess they were in a plane so no everything everything is this movie (laughs) is like a like a well like a well-made clock every single piece fits exactly perfectly together (laughs) justin lynn is in our tour and i hope that the one race media company owned by uh our friend vincent diesel uh makes two billion dollars it's already made three, but I hope it makes two billion more. <laughs> Congrats to everyone. I hope we're this part of it. This movie is a win. <laughs> I don't have any more dunks. Thank you for your time. <laughs> Next, we're doing quarter mile time. Yep. Quarter mile time. Uh, in the fast one, Brian was tasked with getting Dom a 10-second car. So that is our standard. That is the A movie. That is the best movie you can be. 20-minute car. Uh car movie that's been dragged on a tow truck across the finish line these are bad movies that's that's a 10 minute car yeah so we're we're looking oh you say 20 minute yeah i thought you said 20 second no 20 so basically it's one to 10 but 20 is one uh you guys i think you can get it (laughs) 20 seconds is bad 10 seconds is good anything after 20 is really bad (laughs) not worth watching uh after you joe all right my ranking for the fate of the furious. (sighs) 
I think I'm going to go with the 13. That's amazing. That's exactly what I was going to go with. <laughs> and again, this is not compared to every movie ever. This is this is like our they we're we're including our feelings in this one a little bit more and we got to give it a final ranking, but It's dude, it's just in a different way, it's just like Fast 1 for me where the entire movie I'm just cheesing. Yeah. I've just got a smile on my face <laughs> the whole movie. Just like so in love with it, yeah. so engaged, just like, it's, yeah, it's just too fun. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's 13. Like, it isn't the best movie. I mean, that's a, what, a B, a C? It's a C? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think a C is a good, it's a good ranking. Yeah. To be honest. Like, yeah, if you can make a movie mostly about cars, like, falling on people's heads, like, <laughs> and you're like, it's a C movie, like, that's good. That's a good grade, guys. You guys passed. <laughs> Like, it's great. I mean, it, I loved it, and I think it's genuinely good. And I get it if you don't like it. I really do. People who don't like the Fast movies. I really get it. I think a lot of them don't like it out of smugness. Yeah, but straight up pompous snobs. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Some people don't like Marvel movies, but those people are... I mean... They'd you know, be right with our, anything. Our named Martin Scorsese. Anything <laughs> past uh, Endgame, they'd be right. Yeah, that's true. Those movies <laughs> suck. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I, I'm with you. I think 13 is the right score for it. Um, thank you guys for listening. We have gone a little bit long. Not too bad. Um, but yeah. Only because it's Matt's favorite movie ever. I, it's not. It's not. <laughs> top 15? Yeah, probably. I bet it ranks about hmm. 15 to 18. That's specific. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get asked. I talk enough about movies. I get asked about my top 10 a lot. <laughs> a whole lot. There's too many for me to think. To yeah. Even it's, rank it. it's hard. It's yep. difficult. You, it's probably it top time. 50 for me. Top 50? Yeah. That's that's respectable. There's yeah. a lot of movies out there. There are. There's <laughs> so many. There's... Yeah. There are like 50 movies that I really love. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, thank you guys for listening to Blockbuster Buffs. This is a show on the All Days Off Network of Podcasts. Please listen to our other show. It's called All Days Off Podcast. Um, and I think we probably will have a travel vlog coming out soon, probably close to January, so probably after this season. Nice. Um, yeah, that, that I think we're going to call that Traveling Tykes. Uh, more to come on that later. Follow us on Instagram. Thank you guys for listening. And as always... Leave your life a quarter mile at a time. Adios.